Lead us unto higher ground. We know there'll come a day when earth will touch heaven. And we'll find our place, ourselves in the presence of our Lord and King Jesus Christ. Until that day, we're upward bound. We ask that you would remove from us all that weighs us down to this earth. We thank you that we can rejoice together and sing the songs of Zion. So lift us up and help us stand. We pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. This morning, I'd like you to turn and we'd like to read Psalm 1 through 6. Now, you know, we've been studying from the Psalm 27. And the prayer of David, one thing have I desire of the Lord. I want to behold the beauty of the Lord. This has been our theme for more than a year now. And so we want to continue in this theme as we read 126 together. When the Lord restored the captive ones of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with joyful shouting. Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. Restore our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Those who sow in tears shall reap with joyful shouting. He who goes to and fro weeping, carrying his bag of seed, shall indeed come again. With a shout of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. And then, if we might turn to one verse in Ezra chapter 9 and verse 9. Ezra 9 9. Ezra's praying. He's been given permission by the great emperor to return to Jerusalem. Before he goes, he prays this prayer. For we are slaves, yet our God has not forsaken us in our slavery, but has extended to us his steadfast love before the kings of Persia. To grant us some reviving, to set up the house of our God, to repair its ruins, and to give us protection in Judea and Jerusalem. It's good to be with brothers and sisters as we near the end of this year. We've been meditating on David's great desire to know the beauty of the Lord. And because we studied this psalm, you realize that the context of his desire is a time of great turmoil 
啊，因为我们已经看过这篇诗篇的背景，所以我们知道那个时候是一个很动乱的时代。When you read the rest of the psalm, you realize the song the song was written in a time of great trial in David's life. 啊，你如果读那个诗篇的话呢，你知道那是在大卫他一生非常有多的试炼的时间。He says he faced his enemy who was very near, and they were encamped surrounding him. 啊，他说。呃，他他那时候有许多的仇敌，他们甚至都四围的包围他。In that day, he talks in the song of being in a time of trouble. 呃，他在诗篇里面有讲说，他是在呢，呃，受呃煎熬的时间。But David's faith is firm. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? 可是大卫的信心是非常坚定的。他说：“耶和华是我的亮光，我的拯救，我还怕谁呢 ？”But we see not only David's faith is strong, we see his heart is strong, and so he desires the Lord much more. 呃，我们看见大卫不单他的信心坚坚固，他的心也是稳定的在依靠耶和华。You can imagine him at the evening after a battle in the cave, and and saying one thing, Lord, that's all I want is to see your beauty in the house of the Lord. 啊、uh, ，你可以想象他是在征战之后，他甚至是在山洞里，他就跟神呼求，他有一件事要向神求的，就是要在他的殿中要瞻仰他的荣美。And I think we can draw parallels with our own life as we go through various difficulties. 我想我们在我们个人的呃困难的呃生生活当中，我们也可以看见有同相同的困难。You know, some people in a time of trouble, they they fall away from the Lord. 呃，当有一些人面对困难的时候，他们会呃离开主。But those who have true faith and a heart for the Lord, trouble just draws them closer to Him. 可是那些有信心倚靠神的，这当当他们碰到困难的时候，反而会带他们更靠近主。So this morning I want us to meditate on this beautiful little song, uh, in Psalm 126. 所以我盼望我们今天早上我们可以稍微来思想诗篇一百二十六篇。Now, if you know this section of the Psalms, you realize this this is the seventh song of ascents. 你如果看这个诗篇的话，这个其实是在这个上行之诗的第七首。There were these fifteen songs that the that the Jews would sing as they went up to Jerusalem for the feast. So they were ascending up to Jerusalem. 呃，那些犹太人当他们在耶路撒冷要去敬拜的时候呢，他们会有十五篇的诗篇，当他们。And as you have studied these things, you know that there is an ascending spiritual reality and life that can be found in these songs from song to song. So, we in this psalm, these ascending psalms, we can see here a progressing, ascending, ascending, ascending worship. So, this is the seventh song. It's in the middle of the fifteenth. 所以这是第七首，是在这十五首上行之诗的中间。And as they were moving up toward Jerusalem， 啊，在他们往耶路撒冷向前的时候 ，the overall theme of this song is joy。啊，在这一首诗篇的，呃，这个它的大的主题是喜乐。Our brother Kang in his book on the Song of Degrees。呃，我们的呃呃江弟兄，他在这个呃上行之诗的这本书里 ，When he gives a one word meaning for each of the psalms, for this psalm he calls it the psalm of joy. 呃，他他把每一篇这个上行之诗，他都有一个名字。那这一首呢，他就叫它叫做喜乐之诗。So every every feast time, when the Jews ascended toward Jerusalem, they remembered with joy the greatness. And beauty of the Lord. So, 每当过节的时候，就犹太人他们在耶路撒冷，他们就会被提醒，他们就想到啊，这个神是啊，是让他们欢乐的啊，也能够啊，就是他们可以瞻仰神的面。Now we are also spiritually ascending, right? 呃，那对我们来说，我们也是在属灵上有在往上吗 ？We're pressing on the upward way. 啊，我们是在呃向前。啊，向前行更高。There's no going down. It's a song of ascent. 哦，这不是往下走的，是往向上行之诗。Of course, in another psalm, Psalm 84. 然后另外一首八十四首呢 ？The sons of Korah remind us. 啊，那个
Korah,Remind,us,Korah,Korah,Remind,us,Korah,Korah,Remind,us,Korah,Korah,Remind,us,Korah,Korah,Remind,us,Korah,Korah,Remind,us,Korah,Korah,Remind,us,Korah,Kor
When the Lord restored the captive ones of Zion. It's all his doing. Such a surprise. You know, it's like when the disciples saw Jesus come into the room after his resurrection. They, they were so excited, but they it was like they were dreaming. Is this really him? You remember when that scene, uh, when that uh, angel had to wake up Peter? Because he said, Peter, get out of this jail. Peter said, wait a minute, am I just dreaming? No wonder our hearts are full of joy and there's laughter and there's singing. I'm sure I've told you of my dream in 1964. Now most of you weren't alive back then, right? So you didn't see my dream. April 1964. I got saved, like a dream. One month later, May 1964, my mother got saved. Just a dream. June 1964, my father got August 64, my sister got saved. What a dream. And my stubborn older brother, he held out for two more months, but in September 64, he got saved. Now the dream was this. See, we were all away at school, my brother, sister, myself. At Christmas time, we all came back home out to our house on Long Island. The year before, we were all sinners. But that Christmas time, we knew that Jesus was born in our heart. And we had a Christmas time that was like a dream. You know, when the Lord saves, He fills us with joy. He gives us the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace. You know, Zephaniah, that great song, The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest in his love. And he will joy over thee with singing. Now, can you believe when you got saved, not only the angels in heaven rejoiced, but our Lord Jesus rejoiced? He sang over your soul, giving thanks to God that you were part of His kingdom. Paul says in Romans 14, the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but what? The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. I remember before I was saved, my wife was dragging me to a church every week. 
This was down in North Carolina. They didn't call me a gospel friend. They called me a sinner. That's all. <laughs> and that small congregation, a hundred people or so, there was one guy in there named Wayne, and he smiled and rejoiced in the Lord all the time. There's nothing more wonderful. The most powerful tool of evangelism. When we truly have his joy for his salvation in our heart. You remember how it says in Acts chapter 2. The early church. They met from house to house. And they took their meals together. I bet you wish we could take our meals together downstairs, huh? Oh, where's Ming when we need him? And the saints gathered and ate with gladness and singleness of heart. And you remember the very next line? And the Lord added daily to the church those who should be saved. Can you imagine living next door to a, a, a Christian family? But let's say, you know, there they are, and you're living next door, and they're meeting in Jerusalem two or three times a week in somebody's house. And they're eating. And they're praying. And they're praising. And they're singing. And they're joyful. I'm going to go next door see what's going on. No wonder people got saved. This speaks of the joy of our salvation. So those shepherds out there on the field, what did the angel say? Don't be afraid. I bring you news of great joy to all people. For on this day, in the city, a Savior, it's the joy of salvation. But for Christians, it has even more meaning. Because it's the picture of the joy of being restored back to the Lord. Psalm 126 is actually the story of people who were in Babylonian captivity. They were being ruled by a Persian emperor. They were slaves. Suddenly, they didn't know why. They got a message. They looked at their, uh, you know, their email. It says the king says, "Go home to Jerusalem and build Zion." They said, "What?" We have a dream. And they went home. And they were restored to Zion. Oh, these people loved Zion. It's because they've been away so long. You know, sometimes we take singing the songs of Zion for granted. We say, ah, I gotta go to another Sunday meeting. So what if the Lord keeps you away for 70 years? Or what if you have to go to those kinds of churches that don't sing the songs of Zion? Before I was saved, when I was a kid, maybe once every two years I went to somebody's church with them, one of my friends. 
呃，也我在得救以前，或许我会偶尔会跟呃我的朋友去一个教会。And every time I went, I felt like I was in a funeral. 我我我每次去的时候，我都以为我是在一个葬礼。People were singing sad songs. 哦，他们都唱的非常悲哀的歌。The guy up in the front was moaning when he was preaching. 哦，那个在前面讲讲道的人好像在那边支吾的。But you know, I mean, it's wonderful to come to a place where we sing the songs of Zion. 呃，我们能够在一个地方唱西安之歌，何等的美好。These people have been prevented because of their unfaithfulness. 可是因为这这一群人却因为他们的不不不啊不信实，他们他们就不能够唱。This same remnant also sang this song while they were in Babylon. 哦，这些人这些被掳的人，他们在巴比伦的时候，他们。In Psalm 137, they say, "By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down and wept when we remembered Zion. Upon the willows we hung our harps." 啊，所以一百三十七篇。哦，他们说我们在那呃河边，呃在在唱的时候，我们也想到西安。How can we sing the songs of Zion in a foreign land? 我们怎么可能可以在一个外地啊来唱那西安之歌呢 ？Now they received the report, go back. 可是他们却接到了这个信息，要他们回去。Build the house of God. 要重建神的殿。And they went back to Zion. It's almost like they're walking on air. So they went back to Zion. So they went back to 呃，就是在这诗篇当中说，外邦中有人说耶和华为他们行了大事。Well, I can't go into the whole story, but let me give you one clue. 呃，我不能够讲整个故事，可是我给你一个看到。If you were taken captive， 如果你被掳的话 ，and you were exiled to a foreign land， 然后你被掳去一个外地 ，you were a slave， 你是一个奴仆 ，you never went back， 你绝对不可能回去的。If Jehovah hadn't stirred King Cyrus's heart， 呃，如果耶和华没有这。And when we get to Isaiah 45, you'll see God spoke to Cyrus in his heart. Ah, you in Isaiah 45, you can see God speaking to Cyrus. God said, "Cyrus, God said, you have a very important job. You have a very important job. You must rebuild my house in Jerusalem. You must rebuild my house in Jerusalem." The remnant back to build the house. So, the remnant of the king's heart was stirred. He sent the exiles back to Jerusalem. That's the only way they could have been freed for the sake of the house of God. Oh, just because of this house of God's reputation, they were able to be freed. And so they left with rejoicing. So they were happy to leave. Today, the Lord has to restore the beauty of His joy in in Zion, in His church. 所以今日神也要恢复啊，在他的教会里头的啊那啊一个喜乐的这个这个荣美。We know that many don't sing the songs of Zion. 呃，许多人他们不唱西安之歌。You know, many have left their first love and have lost the joy of their salvation. 啊，许多人他们离开了起初的爱，他们离开了啊那救恩的爱。You know, many have not repented and said, "Like David, restore to me the joy of my salvation." Um, 许多人没有像啊大卫说，呃，求神就是恢复啊那喜乐的啊喜乐的呃，就是呃救恩的喜乐。Whole churches are held captive in the world in battle. 啊，整个教会好像就是在巴比伦被掳一样。But may the Lord open the heavens. 哦，可是求神，这是打开天。Bring his children back to Zion. 哦，把他的子民带回呃西安。This is the great joy this picture speaks. 哦，这就是这幅图画所所讲的喜乐。Ah, but when you heard these words, 当你听到这些话语 ，When the Lord restored the captive ones of Zion, we were like them that dream. 呃，当耶和华将那些被掳的带回西安的时候，我们好像做梦的人。Perhaps that third picture came to your mind of the day. The Lord Jesus comes back. Ah, 或许你看到第三幅图画，就是当主耶稣要回来的时候那个幅图画。It'll be so sudden, you know. 
And there will be great, great joy. You know, brothers and sisters, even now we have great comfort. Because those who've passed away and gone on to be with the Lord, they woke up to that dream and they have joy in the presence of the Lord right now. But what a worldwide joy it will be when our Lord Jesus comes back and establishes the kingdom across this world. Can you imagine the Lord Jesus coming back? And the shouts of joy and the thanksgiving songs. I think we'll even sing one of our favorite choruses with a double volume. Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return. And everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. Ah, this is wonderful. So, brothers and sisters, until that day comes, we don't have to dream it, we have the blessed hope. And even as we live in this world, we still sing, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Ah, the beauty of his joy. But let's read verse 4 of Psalm 126 because there's yet another, a deeper lesson as we ascend up higher toward the Lord. Verse 4 speaks of the beauty of repentance. It says, Restore our captivity, O Lord, as the streams of the south. Now, how many of you think repentance is a beautiful thing? We don't usually think of it that way, do we? Because when we repent, we're usually in a real mess. And besides, to repent means we have to humble ourselves. We have to admit that we were wrong. That we made mistakes. That we went the wrong way. Oh, repentance is beautiful, isn't it? Uh, well, it doesn't seem that way at first. But in this uh, one sentence here, we see a key to the beauty of repentance. Now, actually, uh, repentance, the word uh, in Hebrew is shuv. Now, I know you don't have to know Greek and Hebrew. But in the New Testament, the Greek word is to change your mind. Metanoia. Meta change, noia mind. But in the Old Testament, the Hebrew word shuv means you turn around. Now you were going that way and you turned around. And you know, this word is used four times in this song, but maybe you didn't see it. Now, you remember when it says, when the Lord restored the captive ones of Zion, captive ones? That word is shuv. When the Lord uh, restored the turned ones of Zion. 
There in Babylon, there were people, though they were in captivity, they had a heart for the Lord. They still had the highways of Zion in their heart. And they repented of their sins. They were the turned ones of Zion. Now, different translations translate this all different kinds of ways. But it's the second translation that really is one. Who is it that turned? Well, we know it's a precious remnant. How many came back with Zerubbabel after Cyrus said, everybody, go back to build the house? How many went back? You have a guess? I'll just make it general. Under 50,000. How many Jews in captivity? Two million. Less than 2.5%. Turned. They longed to go back to Zion. They wanted to sing the songs of Zion. But now the second word. When the Lord restored the captive ones. The word restored or brought back. I don't know your translation. What, what is it in Mandarin? Uh, is this verse 4? No, verse 1. Those that were exiled and they are brought back. Okay, you're brought back. Uh, what it really says is this. When the Lord turned those who turned. You understand that? It's the Lord that enables us to repent. Well, did you think you could repent on your own? You may feel remorse, but it's the Holy Spirit that works within us. He convicts us of sin, righteousness, judgment. He brings us to the place where we turn. And then the Lord turns us back to Zion. Isn't that wonderful? Now the saints of old, they knew this was true. When we read different ones, it says this. You remember how we turned away from the Lord. Isaiah 53, 6. For all we like sheep have gone astray. Every man has turned shoe to his own way. Uh, you see, we're prone to wander like we sing in that hymn. Asaph in Psalm 80 prayed this prayer four times in that song. He says, Oh God, turn us and cause thy face to shine on us, and we will be saved. How do we come back? Oh God, turn us. What was Jeremiah's prayer in the Song of Lamentations? In Lamentations chapter 5, verse 21, here's what he said. Turn us to thee, O Lord, and we shall be turned. Chapter 5. Yeah, Lamentations 5.21. Have you ever prayed that prayer? Maybe you don't even feel like you want to repent. But you say, 
Lord, turn me that I might repent. 使我们向你回转, and the Lord's grace and mercy will somehow turn our hearts back to Himself. But what happens when we turn? We turn return to our verse in 126, verse 4. He says, Turn our turnings, O Lord, as the streams in the south. So there's number three and number four times shuv is used in this thing. Turn our turnings, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Now what happens when he turns us? We come back to Zion. What do we find? Life. This streams of the south is talking about something familiar to people who've traveled to Israel. I think a number of you know. The word really here is the streams in the Negev, down in the south of Israel. There are these dry riverbeds called wadis that remain dry most of the year. Because it's a very, you know, it's a, it's a desert. But suddenly there'll be a rain, perhaps up in the mountains. And suddenly, the dry riverbed turns into a river. And water runs through it. And flowers start to bloom within hours on the banks of the Wadi. It's a very sudden thing. One time our brother Lambert told us that they were driving in a jeep through a Wadi. Sometimes this is the smoothest path, you know, through through the wilderness. And suddenly they started hearing a sound behind them. And they drove up out of the wadi and the water came right through. How quickly does the Lord restore us when we repent? Uh, 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 as quickly as a flash flood in the desert. Uh, it's life. Uh, it's revival. What does revival mean? Uh, Re again, vival, life. Life again. Uh, 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 we were dead. Yeah. We had no flowers. But we repented. And as Peter tells us, when we repent, seasons of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord. You remember when Peter was preaching in the house of Cornelius and those Gentiles got saved. Now when he went back to Jerusalem to tell the story to the brothers in Jerusalem, when they heard the story, they said, Well then, God has granted to these Gentiles also repentance that leads to life. Now isn't repentance a beautiful thing? Uh, is it beautiful if it restores his life in us? That which was about to die, he fills with us with the Spirit again, and we live. Well, those are two wonderful things we learn. The beauty of restoration, his joy. The beauty of repentance, his life. 
So let's just find the third little nugget here we have in the last two verses of Psalm 126. And here we find the beauty of God's recovery work through His tears. Verses 5 and 6. Those who sow in tears shall reap with joyful shouting. He who goes to and fro weeping, carrying his bag of seed, shall indeed come again with a shout of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. Now we've talked about the joy of salvation. Uh, we talk about the joy of revival when we repent. Uh, 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 so how come our song ends with tears? No, it doesn't end with tears. Uh, the cross of tears leads to shouts of joy. Now, Bible scholars try to figure out what this is talking about, and they have three possibilities, and they all are possible. Now, some of the scholars believe that this remnant has gone back to Jerusalem, and they're weeping. Because their situation is so difficult and dire. Uh, they left everything. They left their relatives back in Babylon. And maybe they left their children. They left their home. And they went back to Jerusalem. What was in Jerusalem? Broken stones down on the ground. It was a waste. Hyenas lived in Jerusalem. There was nothing there. There were no crops. Now here they are. They got a little bag of seed. Now do I pound this seed and make bread for my family? Or do I plant the seed in the ground? Do I believe God will bless me? And so they go out because they have to do something. And they scatter the seed. Because they're weeping because every handful is this is my son's portion. This is my daughter's portion. They had almost nothing. Situation is so difficult. And sometimes brothers and sisters go through such a time. Do you believe the Lord still wants you to sow seed? If you do, you'll come again rejoicing. And you'll bring a harvest with you. That's what some scholars think. Now some think that they're weeping. Because they're back in Jerusalem. But they're weeping for the rest of the two million. They're still captive. And even though they're back in Jerusalem, only a few of them returned. You remember when Ezra came back, he looked, and there were hardly any Levites in Jerusalem. You know why? Because back in Israel, Levites had no property. Down there in Babylon, they had property. The Levites in Babylon, you know, they're making Levite jeans and... Got all kinds of businesses going. It's a bad joke, sorry about that. <laughs> my point is, 
they they were weeping with tears for the rest. You know, this truly is a calling of the remnant that is there in Zion. Isaiah was on the walls interceding and, and praying for the restoration of Israel. Now, if we really love the Lord, Something gets in our heart. Where we love all God's people. Now whether they meet with us or not. Now whether they're overcomers or whether they're defeated. You remember how the Lord looked out over the uh, the, the fields and saw many Jews out there. And he had compassion and began to weep. Because they were like sheep without a shepherd. Now we gather here, but we gather on behalf of the whole church. You know, every born again believer belongs to the Lord Jesus. He has a great heart for even those who don't know the light of the way. And even though we gather here this morning, we know that some of our own children have strayed away. Others that we knew no longer gather and assemble together with the saints. Right now in this difficult season, many hearts are growing cold. But the Lord's heart has not start desire, stopped desiring for them. But the third reason, I think, has perhaps the best uh, reason behind it. Even though this remnant came back few in number, they were weeping with a desire to build the house of God. And do God's eternal purpose. You know, those people gave everything to leave Babylon and go back to Jerusalem. It was all for God's house. And when they got back there, they were poor. They were weak. You remember the prophet had to remind him, now wait, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit that the house of God will be built. Now you remember the enemy had stopped them. After they laid the foundation, the enemy stopped their building. But they had hearts that were still ascending toward God and His purpose. That's why I read that verse from Ezra. Could we just read it again? This is Ezra's prayer before he goes back as part of the remnant. Now let's read Ezra 9 verses 8 and 9. But now for a brief moment, favor has been shown by the Lord our God to leave us a remnant and to give us a secure hold within the holy place that our God may brighten our eyes and grant us a little reviving in our slavery. For we are slaves, yet our God has not forsaken us in our slavery, but has extended to us his steadfast love before the kings of Persia, to grant us some reviving to set up the house of God, to repair its ruins, and to give us protection in Judea and Jerusalem. Now, 
They were so weak. What could they do? They only, the one thing they did. They had to throw down the seed of their life. They had to fall in the ground and die. They sacrificed their life. For the house of God to be built. This is a picture, surely, of the cross. They laid it all down. They went back and forth. The, the Hebrew here is they, they were coming and they were coming and they were coming, weeping and scattering this seed. But of course, what was the result? They shall indeed come again with a shout of joy, bringing their sheaves with them. Oh, you know, the Lord has blessed us so much with the joy of our salvation and many blessings. Even going through this very difficult season of pandemic. But what can we render to the Lord for all His faithfulness to us? Can you shed a tear for His work? These are beautiful tears, they're not your tears, they're the Lord's tears. What good is it to be the king of a kingdom if his own children can't be in the king? And so are we scatter seed by sharing the gospel that others may come into the kingdom and cause rejoicing from the angels in heaven? I hope you're faithful like Nehemiah. First he wept. He prayed. Then he came back and built the city of Jerusalem. May we find such a heart within ourselves. It's a great temptation in this present hour to be totally selfish and to protect yourself. But, but the Lord wants an ingathering of souls. The house of God needs repair. The Lord wants to perfect His bride. And the Lord has given us a little reviving that we may build the house of God. Can we say with these saints who sang this song, the Lord has done great things. We are glad. And so to the work. 2022 comes. We still need those who lay down their lives. Whatever small bag of seed the Lord has given you. The picture of this, this wonderful picture is this. Picture the sower. Scattering his seed on, on this parched land. But his tears became the water to cause the seed to grow. I hope you love the Lord. This is a year to scatter seed for the Lord's work. Very soon we're going to be surprised when the Lord comes back. May you also hear, good job, well done, good and faithful servant.
Let's pray. Let's have a few prayers. Inside of us, and we do present ourselves to you, Lord, once more, thanking for that you never gave up on us, Lord. And we do pray, Lord, that you bring us all to repentance, Lord, and you in 